Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar, and we have with us David Kung. He is the Vice President of Product Strategy at Oblong Industries Incorporated. Welcome, David. Thank you, Juliette, and uh, I'd like to say hello to uh, to the audience. Uh, thanks for having us. Absolutely. So, we've got a lot going on at Oblong Industries. You want to give us a little overview of what you are up to? Yeah, so um, you know, actually, we're right uh, right on the eve of Infocom, which is uh, one of our big trade shows, um, and we're big focus right now is around mezzanine, which is our visual collaboration product. Uh, we're going to be unveiling some new uh, some new features. One thing that we're really excited about is uh, integration of mezzanine with uh, with Cisco WebEx Teams, uh, formerly known as Cisco Spark. Um, so it's the ability to take um, I mean, some people call it workstream collaboration. Other people call them persistent messaging apps. Um, but if you think of tools like Slack, uh, WebEx Teams, Microsoft Teams, uh, Watson Workspace, uh, what we're doing is we're providing a way that you could launch a messaging meeting directly from your um, you know, WebEx space and then synchronize your virtual and physical workspaces. So it's very exciting. So that way, as people are presenting and uploading content in the room, you also see it uh, in your space, uh, or you can even, as you add content into the space, into that conversation, it also manifests itself visually in the room. And we find that uh, people are really excited about that functionality because once you leave that meeting room, you got to get back to work. And you know, as Slack says, right? You know that that channel is where work happens. So uh, we're we're heads down, uh, uh, getting all ready for the trade show. So that's a little preview of what's happening. That's so exciting, and. Just from the video I'm watching here on your website, there's a lot of really interesting and new features. Do you want to speak about some of the offerings that Mezzanine has uh, that might be new to some users? Sure, yeah. The, yeah. It's interesting. A lot of people just, yeah, they, they're instantly intrigued, right, because the videos you know, are showing a lot of you know, pretty advanced uh, technologies. Uh, you're seeing uh, you know, what, we, what we call multi-surface interaction, or sometimes we call that slinging pixels, but the ability to you know, just you know, move content right from one screen to the other, from one wall to the other. Um, but at, at its core, really what Mezzanine is all about is helping teams be more productive. Um, and that if you think about a, a traditional meeting room, uh, it's sort of based upon a concept of, of, of singular lists, not necessarily singularity, which is a totally different topic, uh, <laughs> but uh, most meeting rooms are about a single presenter with a single laptop uh, presenting a, a single slide on a single screen. Um, and that kind of use case, right, that methodology has persisted for decades. I mean, all the way back to, you know, Don Draper and slide carousels. Um, <laughs> and it's, it, it, it's good for the broadcast of information, but a lot of times we have to go to meetings because we need to work together and we need to work with colleagues that aren't even in the same building uh, and we need to bring our collective knowledge and expertise and data to bear to help understand and solve a problem. And so that, that singular, singularness, I, mean, I think I'm inventing a new word there, uh, is an is a information and a participatory bottleneck, right? So if you think about it, you throw a bunch of people into a room, they have to collaborate, and what, do you, what happens, right? Well, 
uh, there's all the hassles involved of when you anytime you have to switch speakers, right? Anytime someone else needs to present something, uh, you know you're going to waste five minutes. Uh, and that hassle doesn't just waste time. It actually discourages participation. Like I'm sure your listeners have been in meetings where they're like, oh, I have something to add. But then they do the mental calculation of how much is this going to disrupt the meeting. And then they mm-hmm. decide, you know what, I'm going to opt out. And that does everyone a disservice. So with Mezzanine, we want to take people from sort of the singular mindset to a mindset of multiplicity, right? Instead of a single presenter, single device, single screen, let multiple people share multiple devices across multiple screens and even locations. So it's very much taking inspiration from the real world, right? How do we collaborate in the real world? We throw all our stuff on a table. We pin it all up on walls. Well, we now apply that to the digital world. So now you can share as much content as you want, whenever you want, on as many surfaces or screens as you need. And in doing so, we greatly accelerate uh, the amount of knowledge exchange and the creation of shared knowledge. And ultimately, it helps teams you know, make decisions much more quickly. And it's all about taking teams and improving their performance to solve what other business challenge you're facing. So let's explore a few of the ways where you would have these multiple multiple ways of sharing. So there's the 360 glimpse of mezzanine marketing, um, mm-hmm. and then you also have a bunch of series, different different types of series. So explain a little bit about those. Yeah. So the uh, the mezzanine product family. So we have the the 200, 300, and the 600 series. Uh, a very simple way to think about the distinction between each of those different members of the product family is uh, the hundreds number denotes number of screens, right? So the 200 is a two-screen configuration up to the 600, which is a six-screen configuration. And it was all part of us delivering last year the mezzanine product family and really making mezzanine accessible to teams, to rooms, and to budgets of sizes, you know, great and small. Uh, but at its core, it's the same value provide an easy way to let people share um, share lots of content. And people need that level of collaboration in big and small rooms, and we wanted to make sure that we, uh, we provided that to, to customers. And it works across any, any type of distance. You can have a meeting room filled with people from all around the world. Absolutely, yeah. So you can connect uh, multiple mezzanine rooms. So up to four mezzanine rooms can be connected. And, and what I mean by that is um, when you connect spaces, literally everything you see on the screens are synchronized across those mm-hmm. different locations. So it is very much like feeling not that you're looking at someone from across the same table, which is something video conferencing does really well, but now it's like we're actively working together at the same table. So as I share my screen in Los Angeles, the people in Boston and New York see my screen. And they can share their content. They can upload an image. They can share a screen. So now we're seeing content from multiple locations at the same time. And that's just mind-blowing for a lot of our customers. And that's one something they really struggle with because, you know, in traditional you know, video conferencing, the only way you can do that is either waste a lot of people's time making presentation decks you know, which isn't ideal, or you have meetings that are constantly being interrupted um, because you're having to switch from, oh, we need to see information from L.A., now let's see the information in New York. What you really want to be able to do is be able to compare and cross-reference data no matter where it comes from, right? Um, And it isn't just about connecting rooms. It's also connecting the remote workers on laptops, and we can bring them into the experience and really make a remote or a first-class citizen in the collaborative process. Um, Because if you think about it, we've all been there. There's a conference call going on. We're the one person not in the room. We can't see what everyone else is looking at. 
we have to ask someone else to advance slides or tell us what slide we're on. And, uh, and for the people in the room, the level of collaboration really, really drops. Like we may as well all be on an audio conference call and looking at, looking at printouts because the disparity of capabilities between the remote participant and the people in the room. And so with mezzanine, we're really elevating that remote experience. So as a remoter, through your uh, interface, you can see exactly what's on the screens in the room. And if need be, you can even influence, you can control and contribute to that experience. So you have all the same capabilities as in-room participants. I love that you're bringing it back to, to the original way that we collaborated, which was everyone in a room and everyone sharing ideas. I love that you're you know, your whiteboard idea or you're laying things out on the table. And that really is because you can, you can compare and contrast in real time, right there, things side by side, instead of trying to remember, you know, something that was presented five presentations back, and now you're trying to compare it to what you're currently looking at. And I think when people are engaged and are bringing, literally bringing something to the table, you're going to, you're going to be more receptive of things as well. If you're engaged, you're going to be learning, you're going to be thinking, and instead of just being a bystander and trying to absorb the information and then keep hold of your thoughts for later. Oh, yeah, you, you are so right. Um, I mean, you know, think about those meetings where everyone's on video mute and they're all multitasking. Mm -hmm. uh, and the big reason why is because the, the hoops they have to jump through to be a truly active participant are so insurmountable that, yeah, they just, you know, everyone just opts out, goes on video mute and multitasks, and then for the two minutes at which they're officially called upon, then they might reveal themselves or contribute to the conversation. Um, you know, we really feel that, you know, for, for collaboration really to be true, it isn't just about seeing each other's faces. Yeah, I mean, that's critically important. I don't want to uh, disregard that. But it's equally important for all of us to see each other's work uh, and mm -hmm. see each other's data of information and then remove those barriers to participation. Like, don't wait for people to pass the ball, right? Don't have to rely upon transference of tech, but really, yeah, let people participate like they all are at the same table. Uh, so anytime someone has something timely that they think everyone can benefit from, why let anything stand in the way? You shouldn't. Just let people throw it up there and, and talk. Um, you know, the collaboration shouldn't interrupt the meeting flow. It should support the meeting flow. And, uh, you know, that's what we're, we're trying to do with Mezzanine. I love that. Bringing it back to basics. Um, so. What are some ways that people can use it? So you can bring your own device, um, and you can control the content that you put up, right? It doesn't all. It, 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 there are certain controls where you can share some things and not everything. Walk us through a few of the, the key components. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you know, first thing you notice when you walk into a messenger room are there's lots of screens, and we have lots of screens because uh, we want to support a lot of content. And so, uh, how do you bring content in a mezzanine? Well, there's a good old-fashioned way of just plugging in at the table. So we can support up to we can support up to ten different live video streams, uh, four of them through just a traditional wire. But you can also wirelessly screen share. Uh, so with our mezzanine screencast application, uh, if you have that running, you walk into a room, they'll automatically connect to the mezzanine. You click one button, and boom, everyone in every location is seeing your screen. Um, so we can take up to ten different uh, live video streams and present them at the same time. Uh, from one location, 
Now, what's really valuable is when you connect those rooms, now you might see, you know, a device from two devices from one city, one device from another, another one from somewhere else. Um, and we really feel that ability to bring live applications and live data as opposed to static slides is a huge benefit to meetings. Like we've all been in meetings where you have the slide deck and then, you know, like the CMO says, uh, let's shift 10% uh, of our spend from out of home to digital. What happens? And everyone takes notes and they say, we'll be back next week. Right, uh, but if you can, if you're actually there in the meeting with your live data and tools, well, hey, you can bring up the media plan. You can adjust it. You can look at what creative that you have. Uh, you can look at what your briefs are. You can, so the notion now of meetings not being about we're just going to take turns reading slides we've already read to each other, and make it more about we're going to be in there with live data, live applications, and actively work together is really transformative. So. In addition to sharing our devices, you can also upload images, upload documents, um, you know, and those are other ways that you can bring content into the room. Um, once the content's in the room, um, how do you orchestrate it, right? How do you visually arrange that content so you can do things like side-by-side -side comparison or cross-referencing? Or how do you make sure among the you know, three, four different things that are on screen, how do you make sure that people are looking at the, the same thing or looking at the things in the right way? Um, so a very innovative way we do that with a mezzanine is with our spatial wand, which functions both as a, uh, an amazing laser pointer, right? Just the ability to point at something on screen is essential. You don't have to get up out of your chair just to make sure everyone's looking at the right cell of the spreadsheet. You can do it from the comfort of, of your chair. Um, but also you can use the wand to you know, just visually orchestrate the content. So if you know how to use a mouse, you already know how to use that wand. It's just point and click, click and drag uh, to arrange content. Um, now, you don't just have to use the wand, so we fully support BYOD. So we have mobile clients, we have web clients that give you all the capabilities of being able to add content or visually orchestrate content um, as well. And so we really want to try to open it up as much as possible and let people use whatever avenue they feel most comfortable and confident in to uh, interact with the room and interact with each other. It's just such a positive, a positive uh, outlook on, on meetings. You know, people are going to become excited to go to these meetings because they will be bringing something to the table, and it's not just going to be, okay, I have to sit here, try to absorb information, or just I have to dial into this conference call. I'll, I'll get some more work done while I'm doing that. You know, it's, it's such more of a, of a team, a team feel. Um, Absolutely. You have, a lot of you have a lot of customers already uh, that, have, that have joined on this, on this mezzanine train. Do you want to share any of the customers and how they might be uh, benefiting from mezzanine? Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, a great one is, uh, is NASA. Um, you mm -hmm. know, they came to us. You know, their their problem was they had uh, you know scientists spread out across uh, like four different research labs, uh, and they said expressly, they, uh, expressly, they they said they said, they said mm -hmm. what we need is we need a way to get our scientists to work together as if they were in the same room. Right, and just because due to travel costs and schedules, that's not always possible to get everyone in the same room. And it was great hearing it from our customers saying we need our scientists to feel like they're working together, which means it isn't just about seeing and hearing each other, but it's about sharing each other's data and information. Uh, so with with Mezzanine, they're able to connect those research labs. Um, we have another customer. Uh, we just did a case study with them, Holder Construction. Uh, an amazing story. Uh, six different locations. I think their pre-construction team is around like 50 some odd people. And you know, pre-construction is very complicated, right? Because designs are constantly changing, and you're dealing with all kinds of customers. You're dealing with just real-world complexity. Um, and with mezzanine, you know, 
what they told us was they were able to collapse what would have been like a five or six week long pro uh, project into like a few hour meeting, right? And the reason why they were able to do so was all those iterative cycles that you usually have to go through in traditional meetings of let's look at the PowerPoints, let's mark it up, let's come back next week with our revisions and do it again. Uh, we were able to really remove and release those bottlenecks and get everyone, you know, really working together. So Holder Construction is one that's been, uh, you know, been fantastic. Um, that's great. And you know, how what is I guess the process of a company getting set up with with mezzanine as a product they can start using? Sure thing. Yeah, so mezzanine is an interesting product because it, it, you know, I mean, I guess to use a term from the late 20th century, uh, there was that term convergence, uh, but I think it's appropriate here, uh, which is it very much is at this weird uh, intersection of AV uh, and IT, and to some extent facilities, and even going so far as as HR. Um, because ultimately, yes, it's about the, the room experience. It's about the collabor collaboration experience. And so, you know, in terms of getting mezzanine set up, uh, a very the most simplistic way to think about it is just as a an extension to your existing video conferencing infrastructure. Uh, and what we do is we add on to your video conferencing infrastructure this advanced collaboration experience that lets you do this kind of multi-stream, multi-threaded collaboration. Um, and so... Uh, you know, mezzanine is, a, is an appliance. It can go in the room. It can go in the server room. And a very simple way to think about it is it's almost like your AV receiver at home. Uh, in the same way your AV receiver at home manages multiple discrete audio and video inputs uh, and yet sends out across multiple discrete audio outputs a cohesive, at least a cohesive audio experience and surround sound. Uh, we kind of do the same with video. Like sometimes I describe mezzanine as a video surround system. So... The, the box manages multiple video inputs, uh, both wireless and wired. Um, it manages the output, so sending uh, the mezzanine experience across two to six or more screens. And then we wrap it around, uh, wrap around it with a, a very elegant interface uh, that lets people you know, very easily interact with that content in a very simple, tactile manner uh, to orchestrate it. Uh, so you know, it, it's, it's very much uh, sits kind of within the AV and IT realm, uh, but ultimately what it does is deliver very human uh, uh, human benefits. Well, that's, that's fantastic. I think this is such a, a game-changing product, and I'm, I'm confused as why it hasn't existed until recently. <laughs> it's a hard problem, obviously, but it just it, seems it like is, a no-brainer. It is a hard problem. I, that's one thing that we really kind of struggle with. Is I think a lot, of, uh, a lot of people don't realize that their current workflows are broken. They just think this is the way work gets done. We have meetings where we share PowerPoint with each other. <laughs> um, and it is interesting because uh, we've noticed with our customers, there's, there's, of course, there's a learning curve with any new technology. Uh, but what's really exciting is when you see them realize that, whoa, this is actually changing the way we do our work. Uh, and for a lot of our customers, it's, it's an interesting almost uh, contradiction because a lot of our best customers – see the importance of video conferencing, see the importance of video as a collaboration tool, yet at that same time, they're frustrated that they can't get more value out of that investment, right? And, and you know, what they realize when they, when they get exposed to mezzanine is, oh, that's it. It isn't just about seeing each other. It's about our ability to bring in work, and it's our ability to really remove these bottlenecks to collaboration um, that you know, that a lot of times the inability to, you know, see more than one thing at a time. Like we had one customer where, uh, uh, no, it's a training session 
where we're walking through mezzanine, uh, and, I th and I think the customer says something to the effect of, oh, this totally solves the stop sharing so I can share problem. Uh, <laughs> and, that that, and that happens so much in, in meetings today. So, you know, it's, it's a learning curve um, in terms of getting people to realize that there's a better way to, to do things. Um, and, and it's always scary because that involves, you know, cultural changes, workflow change, and, you know, not, not everyone's comfortable with that. But uh, I, I think uh, in, in an age of now with the pace of innovation and competition, you almost have to. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And, and any kind of big shift like this, it, it, does, it does take a little time for people to accept it and to get used to that, that change in workflow, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. Where is the best way for people to, I guess, experience in mezzanine, you know, that you can get a demo or it's online videos. Where's the best way to connect? Uh, well, definitely uh, oblong.com uh, is a, a great place to, to get a teaser. Uh, we definitely get uh, a lot of feedback from customers uh, either at trade shows or after they come in for a demo saying, I didn't quite understand it until I, I sat in the room. Um, and so, you know, we have a contact us, uh, you know, field, uh, you know, on our website. And so we have sales centers actually uh, throughout North America and Europe as well. So uh, we're in most every major market. We're in L.A., New York, Boston, Chicago, Houston, Dallas, um, um, London, uh, Munich, uh, Barcelona as well. So hopefully we're close enough to uh, – to most folks where they can come and see us. Uh, and of course, we're, we're often at trade shows. So we'll be at Infocom next week. Uh, I think we'll also be at Gartner IT Expo uh, in Orlando in the fall. Um, and so, and also we do, we work with partners. So we have uh, what we call our road, roadie systems, which are these portable mezzanines that will work with our uh, partners and to do local events. And that's often a, a good way to uh, get people exposed to what mezzanine can offer. Fantastic. David, thank you so much for for sharing your time, your knowledge, and your expertise in this matter with us here today. Oh, well, thanks for having us. Uh, we, we like to we like to uh, share the share the joy of a a more fruitful and empowering meeting experience with everyone. So, uh, thank you for the opportunity. That is David Kong. He is the vice president of product strategy at Oblong Industries Incorporated, and the product that we were discussing today is mezzanine. Check them out. Really fantastic stuff. Wonderful online videos and. Thank you all so much for joining us here today on Future Tech Podcast. This has been Juliet Lamar. Thanks for tuning in. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.